The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Monday the 8th of October. In your Squiz today, Brett Kavanaugh has sworn in as Justice of the US Supreme Court, the Labor Party's five-point plan, a review into mental health funding, and joint awardees for the Nobel Peace Prize. This is your Squiz today. Claire, over the weekend, Brett Kavanaugh was sworn in as the 114th Justice of the US Supreme Court, despite accusations of sexual assault and widespread protests. Yeah, and look, it's been a a pretty bruising um, affair, really, for all concerned. And when uh, the dust settles, it'll be interesting to see uh, how that affects things like the midterm elections, which are on next month and and crucial to um, US President Donald Trump. Um, also where, um, you know, people decide things have settled with the court's reputation as well. There was a lot of concern that, you know, politics has been pretty sullied over the last few years, but this extended to, um, to the judiciary and, and there was lots of commentary as well about, um, whether the court's reputation has also been dragged through the mud. Yeah, obviously a, a very divisive issue in the US, a number of protests, as I mentioned. Yeah, and the other thing, of course, is when it comes to gender politics and, you know, lots of um, bruised people when it comes to uh, the debate and, and what went down. There was a lot of protest in uh, all sorts of cities in the, in the US uh, campaigning against Brett Kavanaugh's appointment. But uh, putting all of that noise aside, uh, there's a lot of people asking questions about where things landed and where things lie when it comes to women and power uh, and whether accusations of sexual assault are believed, whether we've really come um, far when it comes to those sorts of things. And those accusations by Christine Blasey Ford against Brett Kavanaugh, are they ongoing? No, not at this stage. So the FBI investigation was really uh, just looking into his uh, suitability to be a, a Supreme Court justice. And if she wants to take it further, I don't know whether there's legal um, avenues for her to do that, given it's quite an old accusation. But yeah, no doubt there'll be a lot more said, I, I would imagine, not just about him, but also about the treatment of women who want to come forward and make uh, accusations um, on incidences that they say have happened back in the past. Uh, back here, Bill Shorten yesterday unveiled his team's priorities in the lead up to an election. We've got better schools and hospitals, workers' rights, easing the cost of living pressures, improving the economy and not squibbing on climate change. Look, who doesn't love a five-point plan? So that's uh, where Bill Shorten's uh, priorities have landed. It's the, called the Fair Go Action Plan and... Uh, of course, with Scott Morrison also talking about a fair go for those who have a go, we're going to have to um, hear a lot about what being fair means and having a fair go. So strap yourself in. Is that deliberate that they've got a very similar slogan? I don't know. Maybe the polling is telling them that we're concerned fairness. about fairness and equity and they've both jumped on it. I, I don't know. But, um, yeah, they're certainly both having a go at it. Uh, And on the other side of the fence, the Coalition has announced a Productivity Commission review into mental health. Suicide was up 9% last year. 
Yeah, and uh, there's 4 million people who are affected by mental health conditions every year and what the government has said is um, it's not necessarily a look into that funding uh, to see whether um, they need more or whether they need less. The government, federal government anyway, spends about um, $4.7 billion a year on mental health. Uh, what Josh Frydenberg, the Treasurer, said yesterday is really that it should guide uh, what the government can do to improve it, particularly when it comes to supporting people with mental health conditions at work. And this next one's like it's out of a, a crime novel. A Saudi journalist and writer for the Washington Post is feared to have been killed in Istanbul in what appears to be a pre-planned murder at the Saudi consulate. Well, he's missing, um, Jamal Khashoggi, and it's thought that he's dead and that he entered the Saudi uh, consulate in Istanbul and hasn't come out. So Saudi officials have denied the accusations and have um, said that Turkish officials should feel more than welcome to come in and search the premises. But it's um, quite a diplomatic um, issue. The relations between those two countries are fairly fragile, uh, but he's missing and that's presumed dead and it's just a, a really weird and um, and sad tale. Why? Why him? What? What's he? Why has he been targeted? He's a critic of um, Saudi's crown prince, Mohammed um, bin Salman. So that's the yeah. um, the insinuation is that given he's an outspoken critic of the Saudi government, that he would be targeted in that way. Um, and there's been joint awardees for the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, Nadia Murad and Dennis uh, McGuigi, who uh, are both campaigners uh, against sexual assault and the use of sexual assault um, on women in war, and they were very popular picks. Um, uh, McGuigi is a gynaecologist and he has done a lot in terms of the treatment of women, and Murad is an incredible um, Iraqi woman from one of the ethnic minorities who's uh, was enslaved by ISIS and used as a sex slave, as as were hundreds and thousands of her um, of her compatriots. So yeah, she's been quite pub- a public face of um, speaking out against um, sexual slavery and uh, those sorts of you know the use of sexual slavery as a weapon in yeah. war. Oh, and someone else that was was outspoken in his life was the man known as the Little Aussie Battler because of his strong advocacy for people with disabilities. Yeah, Quentin Kennehan. Yeah, he died on Saturday. Uh, quite a shock, apparently, to his family and friends. He died of an asthma attack given uh, the health um, battles that he had through his life with brittle bone mm. disease. Um, he suffered more than 600 fractures during his life, which wow. is, I just can't imagine what dealing with something like that would be like. But yes, it was, of course, his childhood association with um, Mike Willisie, the documentaries that Willisie did on him and, and reports for various programs. And yeah, he um, he was a campaigner for disabilities and he was um, also quite a successful actor and uh, was about to uh, embark on a campaign for the um, Adelaide Council. So, yeah, only 43, which is um, a real shame. Uh, what's the subject line today? The subject line today is there's a bear in there. from Play school. Um, play <laughs> school, yes. Um, there is a campaign at the moment in, um, in Alaska um, for one of their national parks um, it's Fat Bear Week and you can go online and you can vote for your favourite 
um, big fat brown bear. Um, there some hilarious pictures and shots of these bears that you're voting on. All right, everyone go online and uh, vote for your favourite fat bear. <laughs> Job for today. Fat bear week, get on it. Thank you for listening to the Squiz Today podcast. Jump into the Squiz Today email. There's plenty more news in there. Uh, if you open the email every day this week, we've got $100 to spend at Woolworths. Have a great Monday and we will chat to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit-for-member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy-to-understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.